The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits your Thursday June 8th edition hope everybody had a nice little Wednesday um some interesting interesting baseball to say the least not quite as electric as it's been of late but fun nonetheless we go into Thursday with a four game early eight game main slate uh the main slate has a ton of pitching to pick from so that'll make things very very interesting Weather looks okay, not too windy anywhere, slight, slight chances of rain. Knock on wood, no problems. When you're looking at the totals on the day, Cardinals, Reds, 9.5, Angels, Tigers, 8.5, Giants, Brewers, 8.5, Padres, D-backs, 9.5. So your four early games, offense is in play. Go to the evening, Orioles, Nationals, 9.5, Marlins, Pirates, 8.5, Red Sox, Yankees, 8, White Sox, Rays, 8.5, Phillies, Braves, 9.5, Rockies Cubs, we wait for the wind report. Astros Royals 9, Twins Mariners 9. So the late games on the day. We got offense. We got offense all over the place. Nothing below 8. 8 is your lowest total. There's only one of those. We have 8.5 and, and above everywhere else. Lot to like. Let's talk four game slate real quick. Starts at 9 30 Pacific time, 9 35 to be precise. So uh, get it in. Uh, Johnny Cueto, he's 10-8. He's your high-priced arm. He's worth it. It's risk-reward with Milwaukee, as always, but the huge K rate. Um, like I said, uh, Milwaukee strikes at almost 25% of the time versus righties. The last 30 days, Cueto's 16th best in barrel fit, getting barreled up 4.62% of the time. Striking out 28.46% of the batters he faces. That's a good recipe against Milwaukee. The only thing I will say is he's a lot like Samarja where he's going to get in some weird jams from time to time, but he's very, very consistent. Even if he gives up a few runs, he'll get you your strikeouts. Um, Even his last start at Philly, six innings, eight hits, three earned, but he struck out nine, eight or more Ks and three straight starts. Now going up against Milwaukee, great strikeout environment and team. Cueto at 10-8 on a small slate, definitely in play. I wish he was on a bigger slate and he'd be like the third pitcher down because well worth it. Next up, you got one of the most consistent pitchers in all of baseball, Michael Fulmer at 9200 bucks at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim minus Trout. Uh, Fulmer, he's got K potential, but most importantly, he goes deep into games. 
four, five, six, six straight of seven or more innings. Two of those, he went eight. Prior to that, he went six, seven, six, six. He's got six innings in every single start. Very reliable arm. Good ground ball to fly ball. Almost a two-to-one ratio against the Troutless Angels. you got Calhoun, Pujols. Pujols might even sit on a day game after a night game on a getaway day. Keep an eye on that. But you got Fulmer, who in the last 30 days, 10th best in barrel fit. Uh, only getting barreled up 1.35% of the time. His Ks have been down in the last month, down to 16.22%, which is no bueno. But uh, he's not getting hit hard at all. And you got a Angels team striking out about 20% of the time. Good good looks there with Michael Fulmer. Very good cash game play at 9200 bucks. Now you got to throw some darts at the board. We're talking Mike Leak, 8000 We were talking consistency like Fulmer. You're talking Mike Leak. Got hit around in his last couple starts, though. Five earned at Chicago. Four earned against the Dodgers. But even in that four earned against the Dodgers, got you almost 16 points. He's been 16 or 15 or more in every start this year. One with 14.1. So essentially 15 or more in every start except his last one. He, um, big, big ground ball. The fly ball guy. Super uh, limiting the, the hard contact, which is you're going to need in Great American Small Park. It's almost got a 28% hard contact rate, which is very, very low. If you do the math, that gives you 72% soft contact or medium contact, which is outstanding. 54% ground ball rate. Uh, he's only striking out about 18%. The the uh, Cardinals strike out 21.1% of the time. When it comes to attacking Mike Leake, you got, you got, you got, you got. You know, with the Reds, the Reds strike out. When you're talking attacking Mike Leak, lefty's 310, righty's 304, so basically is what it is. Great American Small Park is scary, but on a small slate, you got to take a few gambles out there. That's one. You can gamble with J.C. Ramirez on strikeout upside alone. Um, he's striking out about 19%, while the Tigers strike out 23.1% of the time. Like we loved Meyer last night. He pitched pretty well. But um, he doesn't. He strikes out many more than JC. JC was striking him out earlier in the year. He's kind of backed off, but the upside's there if you want to gamble with him. Only other gamble I would recommend is Paulo Espino. If you're not using Cueto, making the spot start for the Brew Crew. It's his second start of the year. Uh, he only went four innings his last start. Two earned three Ks, only eight DraftKings points. But he threw 71 pitches in the minors. He's been throwing 80 to 85. So he's not going to go super deep, which is massive downside. He doesn't have a huge, huge K arm. Uh, he might be able to get you four or five if you're lucky. Giants aren't the biggest strikeout team in baseball. When you look at the Gigantes, um, they strike out a little less than 20% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So it's an extreme punt. You're you're not paying Buck Farmer prices, which was outstanding last night. But uh, by the way, follow my Twitter if you need it, because once I dug in more to Buck Farmer, I started tweeting about him. I did like him. I mentioned that. So definitely follow that, because like last yesterday's podcast I did the night before. So there's more stuff I'll learn throughout the day. So follow that at BDNTrick. But Paulo Espino uh, is worth a dart if you want to punt and get some bats, because there are some bats to attack today. So Cueto. Fulmer, Leak, Espino are the four I'll be building around. Going to your catchers, uh, if you're not using Espino, which I totally understand. You got Buster Posey at 4,500. Um, you're going to want to try to be as different as you can, which is tough on a small slate. But I love San Diego today against Patrick Corbin. Corbin's been pretty rough of late, and you're in chase. It's going to be hot as hell, so they should close the roof. 
lefty or right-handed bats are smoking Corbin lately. Huge, huge, huge advantage for the righties. Um, Austin Hedge is catching. He's 4,100. He's priced up like crazy, but there's home run upside there. Yeah, Yachty Molina had yesterday off. He's 3,900 versus Feldman today. He's in play. I'm not sure if Alex Avila will play day game after a night game, but 3,600 versus J.C. Ramirez definitely in play in that one. Uh, for the D-backs, Chris Iannetta, 3,200 versus Richard. If you just want to do like an Arizona-San Diego game stack, totally on board with that. Uh, as you go down, if for some reason Avila is not starting and John Hicks is starting, we prefer Hicks versus lefties. We've mentioned that. But there is upside at 2700 bucks. Not like I love him against lefties, but I still wouldn't mind rolling him out there at 2700 for some salary relief. And if you want the ultimate punt, he caught last night, so I'm guessing Ionetta will be catching. But for some reason, Jeff Mathis is 2K versus Richard. And also another guy, Mathis is not a big-time hitter, but it's a punt for salary relief. Another one would be Luis Torrens of the San Diego Padres. He's 2200 basically the floor. Salary relief, both of them, not the biggest bats in the world. You, you are. This is the pure definition of a punt. If they get a hit or two, you're pumped, but you're saving a bunch of money to pay for pitching and bats on the slate. First base, Goldschmidt, 5,400 versus Richard is definitely a play. Goldie versus lefty is great. Goldie anybody, but versus lefty and Chase, yes, Goldschmidt. Eric Thames versus Cueto's 52. Votto versus Leak's a great Votto's a great play, period. He would home run last night, 5K. Mention Posey, Belts, 43 versus Spino. The thing with the Giants, they could be a nice stack today. It looks like they're priced up a bit. But um, if a Spino only goes four, maybe five innings, or even only goes three, maybe, you're getting a lot of Brewers bullpen, which not the greatest thing until you get to the back end. So that's a big plus with the Gigantes. Yeah, Miggy Cabrera at 42, Pujols 41. I really, really, really like Will Myers at 4,100 bucks today against Corbin. I told you the Padres, they can lay a dud. Their offense is horrible, but I'm literally looking at Padres, D-backs, and Giants, and Padres and Giants are horrible offenses. But on a four-game slate, you need to go really different. Then I also I love Cincinnati and St. Louis in that ballpark, but I digress. Carpenter, 4K versus Feldman. Led off yesterday, went yard. Maybe he's going to start heating up, which would be nice. Uh, you got Jesus Aguilar at 3,300 versus Cueto. If you're fading Cueto, that's a good, cheap, left-handed power bat with potential. Uh, CJ Cron, 31 versus Hicks. Or versus Fulmer, I mean, if you need to go there. Heading to second base, you're looking at uh, Ian Kinsler, 4,200. I can't pay 4,700 for Peraza. I'm sorry. If he has a great game, tip your cap. I'll pay 39 for Scooter Jeanette versus Mike Leak if he's playing. You got the switch hitting Solarte at 36. I like Sogard. Second base shortstop, 3,500 versus Cueto if you're fading Cueto. Uh, Joe Panics, 35. You got Andrew Romine, second base outfield eligible at 33. Paul DeJong, 33 for St. Louis. His price is slowly coming up. A good Arizona bat versus a lefty and cheap Brandon Drury at 3200 bucks. He's definitely in play today in your Arizona bats. Arizona should be the chalk of chalks today, though. So on a four-game slate, if you play chalk, you're not going to win the whole thing. You might cash. And in cash games, it's phenomenal. But a GPP to win the whole thing, that's why I'm mentioning Giants, Padres, they're in better spots than normals. These are the kind of games to attack. Remember Friday night with the Giants? I mentioned stacked them and they went off. These teams will go off once in a while, not very often. So when you think it's your best chance, you attack. Jake Lamb, 5,200 against Richard. He's not the best first lefties, 
We the target numbers varieties had two back to back great games. Went deep last night. Uh, it's harder to pay fifty two hundred for Lamb against a lefty, but he is in chase. Eduardo Nunez forty eight hundred is in play. Travis Shaw forty six definitely in play. Castellanos four K is a very solid play. Suarez four. Uh, Hernan Perez thirty nine. Jed Jericho batting cleanup at thirty nine hundred bucks against a righty. That's definitely in play. That's a good lower priced high upside play on this third base position. As you scroll down, you're pretty much yeah. You're not going past Jericho. You're you're paying up at third base today if you have to. Shortstop Cozart forty seven. B Croft forty one. Not bad. Chris Owings versus a lefty outfield shortstop eligible at four thousand is definitely in play. Nick Ahmed's thirty nine. Not the best offensive player, but he can run into one once in a while. I try to go elsewhere, but I can't blame you if you want to roll the dice there. I mentioned Sogard at thirty five. Anderson Simmons is thirty four. He's having a really good year as a one off if you'd like. Oledimus Diaz, 31, trying for the home run upside, slumping mightily this year, but you're you're throwing that dart out there. Uh, a nice Padres piece, Chase Dernod, the shortstop, 3100 bucks, right-handed bat. If he's in the lineup versus Corbin, not a bad little punt piece in that ball game at 3100 Chase Dernod, uh, very nice-looking play there. So there is your shortstop position. Heading over to the outfield to wrap up the four games, J.D. Martinez, 5300 is in play for me every single day. Mentioned Thames, Upton 5K had another nice night. He's streaking. Very, very streaky. Martinez Upton's a hell of a one-two punch. It's going to take up a lot of your salary. Great bats, though. Mentioned Nunez. Uh, Dexter Fowler, 48. Domingo Santana went deep yesterday, but he's 46 versus Cueto. Adam Duvall, 45. Definitely home run upside there. Mentioned Belt. You got Hamilton at 42. Steel upside. Piscotti's heating up. I keep telling you that. He had another nice game. I think 12 or 13 points last night. He's 41 versus Feldman. St. Louis stack could be in play again. Feldman, he's all or nothing, so you don't know what you're going to get. But if he's off, you can blow him up in that ballpark. Denard Span, 4K, leading off versus Espino. Fam has been playing really well at 4K. See, if you don't pay up for the 5K, guys, you can go down Spam and Fam upside. Chris Owings, 4K. Piscotti, 41. Got upside down here at least. Um... I mentioned Jeanette. Scott Shebler came back. He's got a sore shoulder. He went deep yesterday. He's 3,800. Nice home run upside as well. Ball will fly in that ballpark, period, but in the daytime will fly even more. Calhoun is one of the only Angels bats outside of, like, Pujols and Anderson Simmons that I look at right now. He's 3,600 if you want a one-off in that one. Here is a play that I'll play everywhere today. Everywhere. Hunter Renfro is 3,600 bucks. First, the lefty Corbin in chase. Hunter Renfro should be in every lineup. I don't care if he goes 0 for 4 with 4 strikeouts. The home run upside, you saw him go deep twice, once versus Ray and once versus the reliever on Monday or Tuesday. Humongous upside versus Corbin. Like I said, I don't care if he strikes out every time. The upside is huge. He's only 36. That's pretty good salary relief on this board today. Uh, As you go down, yeah, there's not a lot to really... You know, you could go um, Alan Cordoba is 2900 bucks. Really not the best hitter in baseball. He's not good at all. But he's a punt. He leads off sometimes, so it's something to look at for the Padres as a punt play, especially if he's leading off. I can I can understand it on this slate. I definitely can. I probably, I probably will do it a couple times. Another one, if he's playing, is Franchi Cordero at 26 for the Padres. He's a lefty. Not as ideal, but he's an option. And Eric Young Jr. at 2,400 is an option as well for the Halos. 
only because of value. I wouldn't use them elsewise, but value's there. So your four-game slate, you got Cueto, Fulmer, Leak, Espino. It's tough to find a punt to help you with bats. You're targeting the Padres and D-backs game for sure. Hunter Renfro, guys. Uh, I like the Gigantes as a nice alternative play. And then St. Louis, Cincy are in play. I'd go St. Louis more because most are going to target Cincy. And Leak's actually decent. There is blow up there, but he's decent. And St. Louis should be lower owned. That's the route I would take on your early slate. Let's get into your eight-game main slate. And it kicks off with Lance McCullers, $3,200. Or not $3,200, $11,200. Sorry, misspoke there. 11-2 at Kansas City. McCullers, highest-priced arm on the board. Only five-digit arm on the board. And he is a phenomenal arm on the board. His last two runs, he's given up runs for the first time in a while, so we're not used to that. But one was at Texas. You understood that was going to be a little shaky. And he actually started out really well. He still struck out eight. Back-to-back eight strikeout performances. Something we haven't been seeing a ton of from Lance, so that's a big, big improvement. Um, You don't have to go too much. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. The Royals strike out about 21% of the time the last 30 days. He's the sixth best in barrel fifth, getting barreled up 0.88% of the time. That is outstanding. He's second lowest in the last 30 days behind Brandon McCarthy of the Dodgers. Yes, there's a reason I keep recommending McCarthy, guys. He's pitching well. But Lance McCullough is outstanding, striking out over 27% of the batters he faces. Walks almost 10%, which you got to watch out for. But we know Kansas City's not a good offensive team. They had a big game yesterday against a spot starter from AAA, blah, blah, blah. Lance McCullough is 11-2. Great play. Move down to 9700 bucks. You got John Lester who has been pitching pretty well of late. He got blown up at the Dodgers, but outside of that, three runs and six innings against St. Louis. Nine, a complete game, one run against the Giants, three runs against Cincy, three runs against St. Louis, one against the Yankees, two against... It, it's three runs or less every other start this year, besides the blow-up against the Dodgers. Um, the Ks have been you know, not great, not great at all, Johnny, as they would say. Last 30 days, 21st on the barrel FIP. He's... The last 30 days, though, he's striking out over 25% of the batters he faces, which is good. Only getting barreled 3.25% of the time. Rockies outside of Coors, they, uh, that's just a note. They strike out 23.4% of the time on the season, period, versus left-handed pitching. They do have power upside versus lefties. We know that. The weather looks okay. Nothing crazy. Might be more of a hitter's than pitcher's environment. So I think it's a good contrarian play with Leicester versus Colorado at home. I will mention David Price and Pineda face off to the next two priced guys. I'm going to avoid them just for the fact that, A, Pineda's big strikeout arm, but he could give up home runs at any time. He's been pitching really well this year. Boston doesn't strike out a ton. But if you want to roll the dice, these are two guys, if you want to play, I have no problem with. If you build a lot of lineups, I'll probably have a little exposure to them in my like 10 to 20 lineups I'll build. But I'm not going to make them a staple is what I'm telling you. Pineda's got upside, but there's... It's just it's not as high as usual unless he just pitches phenomenal. David Price, third start back. I need to see some more in like these high leverage spots. He looked great his last time out. No doubting that. But this is like the big first big test. He's in Yankee Stadium against one of the best offenses all in base of all of baseball. I gotta see this. Ninety four hundred bucks. I have no problem if you want to use them. The Yankees do strike out. Um where did I see? They strike out almost twenty four percent of the time versus left handed pitching. So if you want to go there, I totally get it. But I just want to bring those two names up. I'm not going to build, make them like my building blocks. But they are options if you want them. Next up, Garrett Cole, 8500 bucks. 
uh, at home against Miami. Cole got roughed up against the Mets his last time out. We said it was possible because lefties hit him really, really well. He does great against righties. Lefties smoke him, and they got to him. Uh, he still struck out six to get you almost a little over seven points in the blowup. But it's been there, and he got he got beat up uh, prior to that against the Mets. The last two starts against the Mets, and he got blown up at Atlanta, which you expect. Prior to those starts, though, he's been outstanding. He's back home. He's against uh, the Marlins, which offense is not good. They did hit Lackey a ton last night. But Cole's striking out over 20% he faces. Marlins strike out 20.5% of the time versus um, right-handed pitching. Uh, Miami's team total on the day is 403, fourth lowest on the board for the entire day. Lefty's hitting 369, but righty's only 294. So you got Yellick. There's no bore, which is huge. Um, I like him as a play. I'm hoping many see A, what the Marlins did last night, and B, how he's struggled his last few starts. Upside's there with Garrett Cole for sure. At 8500 bucks, his price is very nice, very in line. I'll go there for sure. Cole will be in a lot of my lineups. I will roll the dice with him. I'll go to battle with Garrett Cole. Uh, Edinson Volquez in that same matchup coming off the no-no, the no-no Maddox, um, 98 pitch count. So usually you see no-no and you think he got stressed out. or No, nah, he pitched very well, limited limited exposure. A lot of people I think are going to flock to him. I get it, rightfully so. He's been a quality start machine. You know, three earned runs or less, and majority of his starts he's done great. Ground ball to fly ball. Doesn't go, you know, super big pitch counts. Goes like six innings at least in every start pretty much. He's averaging 15 draft teams points on the slate. But um, it's if you look at his game logs and his DraftKings points, it, besides his last two starts, and I think the 15 points per game, thanks to the 53 points on his no-no, you look prior to that, he had a 120.5 game, which is the start before the no-no. 215s, 111, 114, 7, and the rest were below like 8 and a couple negatives. So I'm not saying he's not a good play. He's probably a really good catch game play. He's very consistent. But uh, you're talking Volquez strikes out 22% he faces. Pirates only strike out 18.6% of the time versus righties. Gives up 35% hard contact, which is not ideal. Uh, Pirates 4-4-7 team totals. Lefties hitting 350 off Volquez. Righties 324. Um, guys after a no-no usually aren't the best guys to pitch. But smaller slate, I get it. He's, he's, he's a good pitcher. Um, I could have limited exposure. I'm just trying to tell you guys I wouldn't go all in with Volquez. But it is the Pirates. Their offense is not the greatest. Just buyer beware. Jake Odorizzi, 7,900 at home against the Chicago White Sox. Odorizzi, been pretty solid. Pretty quiet, but pretty solid. Uh, There's eight runs his last time out, but three were earned uh, thanks to some bad defense. So that screwed up his stat lines. But prior to that, really good. Back-to-back two earned run starts. Uh, he's getting you 15 or more in almost every start this year outside of like two or three. Very, very, very consistent. Going up against the White Sox, who do struggle more against righties than lefties. They, they've been better. I'm not going to say they're horrible against them, but they've been better. They strike out 23.1% of the time versus righties, where Odorizzi strikes out 20.5% of the batters he faces. Doug does give up a lot of hard contact, which is not ideal, of course. The White Sox have the second lowest team total on the board at 3.96. Lefties hitting 270, righties 335 off Odorizzi. Um, White Sox do have a below average 291 team Woba and an average 148 ice over righties. Odorizzi... Is definitely in play. You saw what the rookie Faria did last night, who we wanted to use so bad, and DraftKings screwed us on that. 
He had a rocky first inning, but once, you know, adrenaline settled down, he pitched great. Odorizzi's a lot like that. When he gets through the first, second inning, he becomes a much better pitcher. So keep an eye on Odorizzi at 79. Nice uh, mid-priced play. Tyler Chatwood, 7200 bucks at the Cubs. Very nice contrarian GPP play. We target Chatwood on the road. And, hey, yeah, he's in Wrigley. There you go. Uh, 33 drafting points at the Padres. His last road start prior to that at Philly, 32.8 points. You know, those aren't murderers row, but the Cubs have not been murderers row of late either. So it's it's a dicey play, no doubt. Cubs striking out almost 22% of the time versus righties. Chatwood a little over 20%. Hard contact rate of 29.5, which is great. And a huge ground ball rate of 57.4%. Two things we love to see. So it's a dicey play. He's had his blow-up starts on the road, and he's had his phenomenal. like he's, he's like almost an ace when he's on on the road. Going up against the Cubs, who do struggle uh, quite a bit this year. The one thing to keep in mind, though, when you're looking at the Cubs, lefty's hitting 332, righty's only 304 versus Chatwood. So the likes like Rizzo, it's scary. Schwarber, he's just not consistent, but he's there. You got Hap, um, Zobrist, Hayward. There are some lefties in the lineup. So it is something to think about, but for 7200 bucks, nice lower-priced option because that's as low as I'm going on the slate. That's my punt play is, is Chatwood. And he's a good GPP with upside, because I can't I can't even re- like consciously recommend any of these guys. If you're gonna punt with anybody, Ben Lively, but he's at Atlanta, so that's scary. He's not a huge K guy, but it's the Atlanta offense who did blow up last night, but most of it against the bullpen. So Lively would be my punt if you're punting at all, and that's terrifying. Alec Asher's pitched actually pretty well this year in limited roles, but he's at the Nationals, so. If you're going to punt, you're punting with one of those two, and both are in bad, bad, bad spots. So you're looking at at uh, McCullers, 11-2, Lester, 97, Cole, 85, Volquez, 82, Chatwood, 72, Odorizzi, 79. Those are your pitchers. Let's check out the bats. Gary Sanchez is 4700 for his price, facing an elite pitcher, but he does crush lefties. So keep that in mind. They moved him down to the middle, like the fourth or fifth spot in the order. Keep an eye on that. Gaddis, 3,900 versus uh, Hamels. Houston's definitely in play again tonight. Hamels, very, very bad at baseball in the last 30 days. He's 11th worst in barrel FIP. Getting barrel up 7.41% of the time. Forgot to mention to you guys, another reason why we love the Padres today, Corbin's third worst on the barrel FIP. Getting barreled up 9.38% of the time. Attack, attack, attack. Uh, Tyler Flowers versus Lively, 39. JT Real of Nuto, 37. I tell you how he, he rakes against righties. Had a big game yesterday. It's Lackey and company. Uh, Matt Wieters, 3,600 versus Asher's. A nice little play there. Zunino coming off a double dong game, but we prefer him versus the lefty, and he did it last night. Got Jason Castro, 3,400 versus Bergman. I like that quite a bit there with Castro. Brian McCann, 3,200 versus Hamill. <laughs> very nice value with upside in that one. McCann very, very much in play at 32. As you go down the list, uh, Sandy Leone, 26, is a punt option. Derek Norris or Casali or whichever other, or Sucre. It's probably going to be Sucre or Norris. One of those two for Tampa Bay against the lefty Holland at 26 or 2,500 are definitely in play in that one. And that will do it for your catcher's position. Let's head over to first base where we should be let off with the guy I'm thinking of. Nope, Ryan Zimmerman, 5,200. Yep, Zimmerman's in play every day. He took Kershaw deep for crying out loud. He can take Asher deep. 
We got Anthony Rizzo. I said lefties hit Chatwood well. Rizzo's a really good play at 4,900. Matt Holiday versus the lefty Price at 47 is in play. Chris Davis against Ross, who struggles against everybody, but especially lefties. Davis at 4,600 in play. Uh, Danny Valencia is hitting the ball well, period. He's 44. Preferring versus the lefty, though. Josh Bell, who said lefties hit Volquez extremely well. Bell at 41 is a nice value. Ian Desmond and Mark Reynolds both versus the lefty Lester at 4K. Desmond, he can use in the outfield also. Reynolds first base only, but 4K, not bad at all. Yuli Gurriel, 3,900. It's hot or cold. You're going to get really good or really bad, but he hits righties really well. So Gurriel, 3,900 bucks. Matt Adams went deep last night. He loves that ballpark. First base outfield eligible versus Lively at 39 is in play. As you go down the list, uh, Mitchie, two bags, 3,300. Home run upside versus Pineda. Not ideal, but upside. Jose Abreu, this is too cheap. I'm sorry. Uh, we mentioned how Jake Odorizzi is a reverse splits guy. White Sox have the second lowest total on the board, but righties are hitting 335 off Odorizzi. Jose Abreu is 3,300 bucks. That is a really, really good play. Trey Mancini, $3,300 at, uh, against the right-handed arm of Ross. Mancini loves those righties coming off a double-dong walk-off type night, which is huge. Matt Davidson's only 29 versus Odorizzi, first base, third base eligible. These prices are stupid. I wonder if Archer was supposed to pitch because this is dumb. These are, like, bad for the White Sox. we get some extreme value with the White Sox today, folks. Second base, Altuve, 55, is in play. Daniel Murphy, 49, both in play. Cano at 47, in play. Uh, Starling Castro, 42 versus Price is sneaky. D. Gordon, 42 versus Cole. I just don't want to pay that much for Gordon, but I see the upside. Ian Happ, 4K versus Chatwood. Love me some Jonathan Scope at 4K. Brian Dozier, still too cheap. 3,900 versus Bergman. Yes, get Dozier in your lineup. Very good play there. They're talking the Twins. 4-3-8 total. Lefty's hitting 350. Righty's 420 off Bergman. So another day of... Dozier and Sano options there. Cesar Hernandez, 38 versus Nicky. Ben Zobras, 3,500. Second base outfield eligible versus Chatwood. Don't mind that at all. As you go down the list, uh, our man, Yomer Sanchez. He's, he's 2,800 versus Odorizzi. Not a bad little cheap second baseman option there. And I mention him every game. And for some reason, Camargo's playing for Atlanta. He's 2,100 bucks. Second base outfield eligible. Upside punt play there. Third base, we have Chris Bryant, 49 versus Chatwood. Miguel Sano, 49, went deep last night. Great play again today. Arenado, 48 versus the lefty. Lester is definitely in play. Rendon, 47. The Todd Father, 39. I like me some Kyle Seeger at 39. If you want a, like a one-off with Kansas City, Moustakis at 38, I can get behind. Alex Bregman, 37, heating up. Longoria versus the lefty Holland is 36. That's great. He crushed his lefties. Good value right there for Longoria. Definitely in play. Should be in some lineups. Mentioned Davidson at 29 already. Uh, Ryu Ruiz, $2,700. Garcia back to the DL. Ruiz should be your everyday third baseman. Left-handed bat versus Lively, $2,700. Nice punt with upside with Ruiz for Atlanta. If you want to do a little Atlanta stack versus Lively, I have no problem with that at all. Ruiz, nice little value in there. Going to shortstop, Carlos Correa, 5,500, always in play. Trey Turner, 54. Uh, Bogarts, 41, is in play. Trevor Story versus the lefty Lester. We prefer to Coors with Story, but either way, to 39. 
Didi Gregorius, 38. Remember, he matches lefties, guys. Really hits him well, but it is David Price, not your average lefty. I love how the White Sox are all priced down, but Tim Anderson is still 3700 bucks. DraftKings, a drunk at the wheel. Every day it's something new, guys. We get one, one little thing that stands out and makes you laugh. JT Riddle, our punch shortstop, he had a big hit again last night. He's 2600 versus Cole. Totally can get behind a, a pump play with Riddle if you're not using Cole. No problem at all with that one. Let's head to the outfield and wrap it up. We got George Springer, 56. Yes, the, the Astros are expensive as all hell. So if you're going to pay down, you know, make like a Chatwood Volquez or a Chatwood Odorizzi type lineup and load up on a Houston stack, I don't blame you because they're in a great spot against Hamilton tonight. Bryce Harper, 5,400 versus Asher. You got Judge versus Price at 52. That'll be fun to watch. Enciarte versus Liley at 5K's. Price tag's going up. He's been very productive. Not 5K productive, but he's, been, he's averaging nine DraftKings points. That's impressive for that little that little fella. Uh, Corey Dickerson can hit lefties, folks. Don't get don't ignore him. He's 4,900. Charlie Blackman's down to 4,800 bucks. Not going to get him that cheap that often. Uh, Carlos Beltran has been swinging a really, really hot bat. His price tag's all the way up to forty-seven hundred bucks. He was like thirty-three hundred bucks not too long ago. Swinging it hot. Aaron Hicks forty-seven hundred. Kiermaier forty-seven. Can hit lefties. Don't sleep there. Souza Jr. forty-six. Matt Kemp forty-six. Benintendi's on fire. He's forty-five hundred versus Pineda. Uh, Michael A. Taylor forty-five hundred is in play. Adam Jones swinging a good stick with yard yesterday. He's forty-four. Trombaum's forty-four. Both in play. Little Orioles action versus Ross definitely in play, folks. Ross has just not looked good lately or all year, and we had high upsides, high thoughts on him coming into the season. Not good. So Orioles stack definitely in play. Christian Yellick forty three versus Cole. Lefties versus Cole. We mentioned him. Max Kepler forty three versus Bergman is in play. A Minnesota stack is in play. JBJ Jackie Bradley Jr. forty two. Good little upside play against Pinata. Uh, Polanco forty two versus Volquez definitely in play. Remember, lefties versus Volquez. I'm telling you, I'm not saying Volkes is a bad play, but he's going to be so chalky tonight, guys. Like a Pittsburgh stack should be low-owned against him. Um, it, there's a lot of ways to attack that on this slate to for GPP-wise to make it worth your while. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But upside-wise to try to win the whole thing, there's upside there. Mookie Betts is only 4,100 versus Pinata. That's not a bad play at all. Adam Frazier, another lefty against Volquez for 41. I mentioned Desmond at 4. Schwarber at 39 if you want a GPP punt, uh, like a one-off type home run upside play. Got Avisil Garcia, the reverse splits versus Odorizzi at 39. Avisil definitely in play. Mentioned Matt Adams at 39. Yeah, so big Matt Adams definitely in play. Looking at Lorenzo Cain, uh, Josh Reddick, 3800 bucks, Nice piece, batting second in that Astros lineup. Uh, Cargo's 37 versus Lester. Cargo can hit lefties. But I like Lester tonight, but if you want a little Colorado action, I don't blame you. Um, Robbie Grossman, 37 versus Bergman is in play. Howie Kendrick and Odebel Herrera, both 3700 bucks versus Dickey. I like that quite a bit. Dickey's been getting blown up a lot this year. There are days where the knuckles just knuckling like crazy. No one's going to hit them. Both those guys hitting well. Kendrick even batted third yesterday versus a righty. So a lot to like there. A little 2-3 action in the lineup at 3700 bucks each. Lurie Garcia for the White Sox at 35. Very solid play. He's been getting on, stealing bases, a little home run upside. Um, Seth Smith, 35, leading off for Baltimore. is not a bad high upside play at all in that stack. Jorge Bonifacio, home run upside at 34 for Kansas City. Uh, ben Gamble, 34 versus Gibson, hitting towards the top of that order against righties. Very much in play. 
Althaer 3400. Some good plays down here in the lower price range if you need to be a little different tonight, folks. Don't mind some of these at all. But when you get below 34, it gets a little sketchy. Jake Marisnik at 29 is a potential one-off. Melky Cabrera at 29 is not bad. Michael Saunders at 29. These are all upside plays. That's why they're priced so low. They're struggling, but with they have great upside, good GPP type stuff. Other than that, that's it. So Saunders and Milkman are your, your low guys at $2,900. As we recap, eight games. You have McCullers 11-2, Lester 97, Cole 85, Volquez 82, Odorizzi 79, Chatwood 72. like that quite a bit. Uh, Cubs and Rockies, you can go that way if you want. I understand it. But I'll be looking, you know, Nationals versus Ashers. An interesting play as always with the Nats. Love the Astros. Lefties 334, righties 316 off Hamill. Everyone's hitting them hard. Um, Astros versus Hamill. Uh, if you go to Braves versus Lively, lefties 322. I like that a, quite a bit. Small sample size, very small. But Braves, always low owned in a really nice stacking spot today. Same with the Phillies. Lefties hitting 347, righties 351 off Dickey this year. A game stack of Brave, Braves Phillies can be low owned and very productive. I like that one quite a bit. Phillies and Braves stacks definitely in play. Very affordable as well. Mariners versus Gibson. Lefties 388. Righties 343. Love the Mariners stack tonight. Love the Orioles. Lefties hitting 372 off Joe Ross. Some good options with those two as well. You got the Rays. Righties hitting 352 off Derek Holland. Keep them in mind. I mentioned lefties 350 off Volquez. Uh, Twins, great looking stack. Lefties 350. Righties 420 off Bergman. Definitely Dozier's too cheap still, guys. Still too cheap. So good options. Good options on this slate. It's going to be a fun one. Four game early, eight game late. Uh, remember the early slate. Don't forget, like, if you want to get different, Giants, Padres, sprinkle in some D-backs for a little stack and chase. I love it. St. Louis, also good. Cincinnati, not bad. They'll be chalkier. So just, you, got to be, you just got to really think hard about being different on smaller slates and GPPs. If you want to play cash games, small slates are great for cash games. You can go chalk. They'll be high-owned. If they go off, you're going to cash. So two ways to go about it there. But the night slate can be really good. You can do a lot of different pitching options on that night slate, different mix and match combos. There's some affordable bats out there. Remember, White Sox are cheap. Some Twins are cheap. Uh, Phillies, Braves, lots to like. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, at BDenter with any questions. I, I, I try my best to answer them all when I get them. Uh, golf started today. We're going to start having a fantasy NASCAR DFS writer starting up. Whenever DraftKings gets the prices out, his stuff's ready to go. He's got to tweak it a little bit with prices. So hopefully out today or tomorrow, depending on DraftKings, getting their stuff together. But some good stuff there at UFC this weekend. So Doc will have you covered yet again. UFC Auckland. Uh, not the greatest card for a betting standpoint, but should be some fun DFS there as well as just great fights to watch. Good up and coming, guys. So a lot to enjoy, but more importantly, we've got MLB DFS. The Mitch Stacks is already posted. Check that out. Always good stuff from the Mitch. Very knowledgeable DFS guy. He's very good at contrarian stuff. There's Chalk Stacks and Contrarian. Check them both out. The Mitch Stacks. It's already posted. So get it in. This was your MLB DFS Thursday, June 8th edition. Four games early, eight games late. I will catch you guys tomorrow. Good luck. Later.